Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. It. We're live. There it oh, is. My bad. Oh, all right. Oop, we were hey, already hey, doing hey, it. Hey, yeah, we're already doing it. What up, ladies yeah. and gentlemen? <laughs> so, uh, we had to reschedule our guest. Uh, she came on the show, but wasn't feeling too hot, so we had to reschedule. So we're going to open this up to a and a Didn't even have time to throw it. Uh, throw out the uh, last-minute uh, uh, guest list. Secret but link. If, yeah, but if you are interested, the uh, link is in the comments. Click on it and join the program. Let's hit it. Let's do it. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> what up, ladies and gentlemen? Happy Monday. It is a Monday for sure. Uh, I, I have uh, I, I got off to a, a little bit of a, a weird start. Well, because last night did you wake up at four thirty. I did wake up at four thirty. Okay. I did go run. And I All came right. home to uh, I, I was going to take my gap nap, and it turned into a long nap. Oh, uh, I took so a nap today too. It it didn't it didn't it didn't pan out. I didn't have as productive a morning as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, I guess you know suffer the consequences. It wasn't even like I was doing something super awesome last night. I was watching like another season of 13 reasons why while folding laundry. So, mm-hmm. and then I was like, Oh, all right. Another one. Eh, another one. And I was like, damn, it was almost 13 midnight. By the time why? Huh? Yeah. Well, so I, I watched the first season of that show and I thought it was all right. It was, it was cool. All right. You know, brought, brought some, some discussion around, you know, teen suicides and, you know, a lot of, a lot of crazy things that happened in that show. Um, but then like there was a second season. I'm like, is it 13 more reasons <laughs> or is it like is an additional 13, 13 for somebody? Reasons? I don't, I don't know. I was like, I'm, I'm over it. It's like, is it Final Fantasy. it's like, be like 13 reasons. How or 13 <laughs> steps? Right? I don't know. It's like final fantasy. You know, there's like 14 final fantasy games. I'm like, the you final fantasy it- should have been the final fantasy. I don't understand. <laughs> you can't call it final fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you all my nerd friends that still play final fantasy games. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love you all. I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my nerd card taken away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. we, we're, uh, we're as nerdy as they come. Pretty much. Right, pretty much. So tell me, uh, you had an interesting day today. I had a really good morning. Uh, I also woke up at 4.30, went for my, my three-miler. Um, my phone didn't want to work with me, so I don't know how fast I ran it, but, you know, whatever. It's cool. Um, but then what was really exciting was uh, we had our biweekly agent support rock stars team meeting this morning. Oh, okay. So, that was a long title. Tell me a little. Break it down. Break it down. Agent support rock stars. Okay, but what, is, who we are. what do you mean by agents? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's who we, we are. We're the agent support rock we, stars. We, as in the agency, are supporting our agents. Yeah. All right, all right. So makes- we got the we got our our back office folks. You know, we got uh, Corey, Moralinda, uh, Angel, Jeff, and Gerald. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, basically, the meeting this morning. All right. So this is my third meeting with them. Uh, I didn't want to do it like on a weekly basis because I didn't want to take all that time away from the stuff that they're already doing. I, trust me, I got them super swamped and super busy. Um, so I made it every two weeks. And the last two meetings were kind of bleh. 
Like they were, all right, let's get together. Let's talk. For meeting for meeting's sake, but not with purpose and right and emotion and and goal. So Friday, man, Friday. I don't know. I I just I was up late and I was just thinking and. I started just typing out like different things that I wanted to talk about. And I, I basically accidentally wrote a template for how these meetings are going to go. And it starts off. Accidentally. I totally accidentally <laughs> did it. I was just like, I was just, you know, thinking of things that I wanted to talk about. I was like, okay, well, I want to make sure that I bring up this particular issue. Like Corey, what can we support you on? Right? Like that's the first thing. And then, Oh yeah. I want to make sure that I tell these guys that they did a good job on this and this and this and this and this. And then like, next thing you know, I just, I wrote up this whole template for how I want the meetings to run. You mean you prepared? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's you something didn't have a meeting, as that. meeting sake. You prepared and had, you know, intention. Exactly, exactly. And it started off with, you know, like I said, shout outs and celebrations. Like, good job, you know, to each person. These are the things that that I saw that you did well. And then what was really cool is after I told them what I saw that they did really well, I asked them what was your biggest win. Mm. And it was cool to see the responses and how they were different from the feedback that I was giving them. What about their biggest struggles? Uh, I didn't ask that. Hmm. Didn't ask that. Because uh, after the biggest win is tell me about your current workload. And that's basically the same thing. Okay, like, okay. What are you working on right now? All right. So, so you did ask that, just not in that section. Just not in that. Just not in, with those words. Yeah, yeah. That's good, though. That's good. So they opened up. Yeah. Like every, and and it was just cool to lead a meeting as opposed to, like you said, have a meeting for meeting's sake. Yeah. That's different, dude. That's cool. I mean, I did have, I did, my morning wasn't as productive as I, as I wanted it to be mainly because, you know, I slept in again (laughs) after my run, after my morning workout. Um, uh, and, and, you know, that's suffering the consequences of the, the day before. Uh, but I did have, you know, I did have a teacher meeting this morning and realigning stuff that we're going to be doing for next semester with things changing. And then I was on two podcasts this morning or this night. Nice. I was on uh marvelous marketing, uh, with, oh, cool. uh, Vince Limbor, right? Yeah. 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 So you remember, you remember Vince, Vince was on a show. Yep. The marvelous so, marketing and, uh, all of the Marvel references. Yes, yes, yeah. you remember that intro. Yeah, I know yeah, 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 for sure, <laughs> for sure. Ones, yeah, yeah, because you get the Marvel nerd out in that one. Yep, 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 yep. So, anyways, uh, Vince and I got to talk about, uh, you know, it, well, I, I normally talk about, you know, the power of podcasting stuff, but uh, but what he's doing is is very much in the real in the uh, restaurant space. What is that? This is is that belt. your Avengers belt? That is my Avengers belt. Okay, you you got your nerd, your nerd <laughs> back. You get to, you get to be I get to redeem my nerd my nerd card. Yeah, nerd card <laughs> reissued. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, so you were on Vince's podcast and so was, yeah, so I was Vince's podcast. We had fun. I mean, talking about uh, all, all kinds of different stuff. Um, and and it's funny to to be able to dig deep and talk about um our, our history, like you know where we came from, the biggest mistakes I've made. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I make a lot of references to that that Monopoly game you see up there. Ooh, we're, yep, right, yep. Right, right, right there. There you go. Right there, there you oh, go. There you go. Right there. Hidden. So there. <clears throat> we talk about Monopoly. We talk a lot about the the Kiyosaki cash flow thing. Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. there. You know, um, and and you know how how we came to be where we are today. 
and and just being able to to share that wisdom, share those those hurdles and those those triumphs and mostly the failures and and the power of what what a failure actually is. And I like feel like failure <clears throat> has been the theme of today all the way across my meetings, all the way across my whether mm. I was I was having a meeting with teachers or the podcasts in in, in both podcasts today. Um, and for me, that that failure sense is <clears throat> is one of um, how school has made failure a bad thing, right? Failure is it has has a very negative connotation. Whether you're repeating a class, whether you got an F on a test, whether you know those sorts of things. Because when I was talking to, to my teacher buddies and we we're talking about uh, you know how we're going to set things up, I was like, you know, we we need to make it so that um, we give the kids an opportunity to fail without failing. Uh, to fail with a positive side to it. So most of us understand that when we take a risk, there's a risk of not achieving the goal that we want to achieve, right? Uh, I talk about it when we go, when, you know, I go for a run, you may not achieve your, you know, your 10 minute mile. Maybe you got it in like 13 minutes or whatever, Mm -hmm. but you still completed the activity. You you completed the task, and you can go back again and try and get better, and go back again and try and get better. And for my students at this point, it's it's the same type of thing. I want them to be able to say, okay, you know what? I'm not understanding this thing, but if I keep going back, I'm gonna get better. And when I do finally pass this section, when I do finally get past this hurdle, I know it. I really know it because I failed enough. I've triumphed right, over right. such failures that I've learned that concept. And it's the same thing in in real life. What up, Mr. Fish Tacos? Fish Tacos. Uh, and Fish I was talking tacos. about uh, right, I was, bad, I was talking bad. about Hector today too on the Marvelous Marketing Podcast too about about um, how the, with with COVID happening, there were a lot of people who kind of took a backseat and took this as a as a you know a vacation ish, a forced vacation that they had to do. Mm. But then there's some people that uh, push through these adversities and are not only surviving, they're thriving. They've modified the way they do things so that they're taking advantage not only of uh, online orders that they could do, but now as things ease up and open back up, now they've stayed top of mind with their clients the the whole time we've been in COVID. So they've fine-tuned an online operation and at the same time now can can handle people coming in and, and doing events <clears throat> and stuff like that. So you know Hector was one that I was that I was thinking about how he modified his his whole catering business, which was I do events right. to come pick up your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but that was something that he had to do to survive, right? Like to, to make sure that his business is, is fully operational. And and now that we're beginning to get to the point where we're going to open up again, I don't think he's still at the point where he can open up and do his his uh, his his fish taco Fridays yet. You know, like he, he can't mm-hmm. quite do that sort of thing. He can't quite do large events. People are still not booking those things. But he's modified his business where on Fridays, I'm sure he has a line every time I've gone. He has a line of cars that are, are that are there ready to pick up his orders, right? He's modified his business to continue to thrive, and that's what you know. That's those are those are failures. I'm sure the first time he did it, he, he messed up, right? He couldn't take orders the right way, or he you know couldn't pr- have things prepared the right way. Whereas now, I'm sure he has a system fine tuned where you pull up and he's like, "Yep, this one's yours. Yep, this one's yours." Yep, this one's yours, and that's that's the the thing that I I feel schools is is dropping the ball on, uh, is we're not allowing kids to fail in a positive way. 
right? Failure yeah. is is still a negative thing, but if we can make it so that we fail, uh, fail forward, so that we uh, mm-hmm. we modify and adapt, so that we bring learning back to a fun place, I think these kids will thrive. Yeah, I mean, it's exactly the same thing that I went through with uh, these first two meetings. They were crap. They were garbage. They were meetings for meetings sake. But, uh, you know, it's easy to just turn around, look at it and say, you know what? That did not work. Just meeting for meeting sake. I thought it was going to be an easy conversation to have. But nope, I got to adjust. I got to have my own uh, agenda. I got to put things. I got to be a leader. Right. And actually take charge and, and have these meetings uh, with purpose. Yeah. Um, I'll give you another example of the same type of thing. We have our 5 a.m. club, the Justice League, right? Nope, not open yet. It's going to come soon. That's right. It's coming. It's coming. coming soon. And then we'll be out there again, fish tacoing it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, but it, it's like it's like the 5 a.m. club with the Justice League, right? When when I think we've gone maybe now like eight weeks of, of 5 a.m. calls where – we're on the call, like like uh, Eric's on the call every day since he's the he's the leader of the group, right? So he makes sure that the that the Zoom turns on and people get accepted in the room. And we haven't had any technical difficulties. He's on the call every single day, like eight eight weeks in, and he's he's doing it. He's cranking it out, right? But prior to that, those first four weeks, we had technical difficulty times, sleep in times. Oops, I messed up, and they didn't make it to the call times. Right, life. That you know, but again, we've been doing it for so long now. Now it's like a now it's now it's here, and he's he's starting to plan out his week, right? We have our motivational Monday, time block Tuesdays, right? Like all oh. these different things that are going on in our in our in our group. You know, reading Thursday because Thursday has an R in it, right? <laughs> Whatever <it is laughs> on half Friday, right? But he's starting to put together these things where every morning I look forward to that call because it kind of pushes me in a direction like it, it's already aligning me for a positive day. Right. I know I don't look forward to waking up at 430 in the morning, but I do look forward to starting that call at 5 a.m. Like being on that call and listening to that stuff. And, and it just get, it's going to get better and better from there. I'm trying to actually get Eric to to start a podcast because I think he's a funny ass dude. And like, he has <laughs> we a had lot him of on the show. Ideas. Yeah. And he's got a lot of creative ideas. Um, like, dude, he's uh, <laughs> so. And just to steal a little bit of his thunder, he's like, he's like, yeah, dude, I thought about it. I was gonna do this intro, and then he like drops down on the screen, and and you just see fire come out, and he's like, introducing today, like fire. Exactly why you have dude. You would do stuff like that. He's like, yeah, and I have my executive producer, and he busts out like Gumby. Too funny, too funny. Uh, that's episode two hundred and seventy-four, by the way, for Eric Gilman. For Eric Gilman, yeah, dude, and, and 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 like he's just he's just a cool dude. I'm like, you would you would kill it, dude. People would actually like to pay attention to your show. I'll, I'll tell you another thing about Eric that that's kind of funny and embarrassing for him at the same time. He posted something on a on a group the other day that he uh, he had taken a shower and he was walking through his living room butt naked, and like he sees out the window and he makes contact with eye contact with his neighbor, and he's like. Oh. <laughs> Oops! Like, how do you how do you start the conversation? Definitely saw that. Yeah, (laughs) definitely (laughs) saw that. But it's those types of things that happen to him, and like, uh, he's one of those where he can take a story like that and bring it into your to your show into your conversation, and it's it's memorable. It's fun. You right? You laugh, and I'm like, this is exactly why you should have a podcast, right? Whether you do it once a week or whatever, uh, you have the you have the behind the mic skill. You have that that comedic. uh, 
uh, timing to come on the show and just like do your thing, right, and, and have some fun with it. So that was that. That's you know the 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 you know now I'm thinking about it. I had the 5 a.m. call, had the 9 a.m. call with the with the teachers, and then I did marvelous marketing, and then I did uh I did a call with with Vinny's uh, Vinny, what was his last name? Um, are you talking about the uh, marvelous marketing? No, 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 no. The other one is uh, because I it's, I always know him as Vinny sells real estate, but I forgot his last name. He, uh, Vicente uh enriquez i think is the last name He's okay. on our, he was on our podcast too and he has a podcast called uh road to growth and so i was on his show uh just right before this one uh and, and same type of thing talking about our history talking about where we came from and and how the hell did we get to almost dude you know we're almost this is episode that was episode two. Oh. My bad, 481. So that one, uh, Vinny Enriquez was 236. 236. So yep. we had Vinny on the show, 236. He now has his own podcast, which is super awesome that he's out there doing his thing, right? And 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 uh, he, he did it basically um, from what I was gathering on the show to help his team find better ways of doing different different things, right? So ways he can teach his team to, to sell real estate and do that sort of stuff. Um, but but he's doing he continues to to grow as a business person and you know being able to be on his podcast after him coming on our podcast is super awesome and he he's asking questions like you know like how do you, why why keep going with your podcast like what's your end goal like how are you guys continuing to do this thing on a regular basis dude we're on episode four eighty one dude we're we're almost we're about to we're almost dude almost thousand dude five hundred episodes is right at the end of the month. Dude, for sure, right? And 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 for for us, it has been one of the most transformational things in our business, transformational things in our personal development. Yep. yep. As, as individuals, like this is mm-hmm. this is something that uh, I couldn't even put a monetary um, value on because it has shaped that much of our life, and that's why we get so passionate about getting other people to have a show themselves because it's it's life huge. It's it's huge, right? Yep, Vince Labrum, by the way, Vince Labrum, uh, Var- marvelous marketing. That was yes. episode three thirty eight. Man, dude, that's so two seventy four, two thirty four, and and look at that, dude. And we're in four eighty something, dude. It's it's ridiculous. And and I keep, you know, I'll give you another another cool thing. So uh, Vidal, the uh, Shark CFO, sent me a message today. He's like, hey man, do you know anybody who does uh, credit repair? Right. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I do. So I pulled it up and I don't remember what episode it was, but Frank Krikos, uh, uh, credit repair yep, solutions. Yep. Right. So I, I sent him his contact info and I was like, yeah, here you go. And, and again, this is one of those awesome things that this podcasting space has allowed us to do. Like I literally 310, contact, 310. I literally have a contact for almost every single industry that you could possibly think of that has been on the show. And if you don't know who this person <laughs> is, right, I can not only give you their contact information, we could link you to their episode. Hey, Ross, we could literally li- uh, link you to their episode. You could listen to their story, see if you want to connect with them and, you know, decide if you want to do business with them. That's the awesome part of being able to have a podcast, right? This is, you know, it's pretty great. You know what else is awesome about being able to do a podcast? Yeah. You get some insurance tips. Boom, 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 boom. I need that one. There you go. That. There's there's the one right there. All right. Well, today's uh, Ham's insurance tip is all about your annual miles driven. So a lot of people may or may not know this, 
the amount that you drive is one of the biggest rating factors in your auto insurance. So if you are grandma and retired and you don't drive your car but to go to church and the grocery store, you're going to have really, really low miles and your uh, insurance rate is going to be that much lower. But if you're basically the rest of us and you drive your car to work or you're a real estate agent, you drive your car to go show houses and all this other stuff that you're doing, you're going to have a lot more annual miles and your rates are going to be that much higher. So... A lot of our companies do this little thing called mileage verification programs. So nationwide and progressive, as an example, they give you this little chip. You plug that sucker into your car and it tracks your miles. It's all you really, most of the time, that's all it does is just track the miles. Sometimes it'll actually try, track your driving habits as well. But these um, mileage verification programs can give you discounts anywhere from five up to 20% sometimes off of your current insurance premiums. So ask your agent about these mileage verification programs. Make sure that they are applied so you can get the maximum discounts. That is Ham's insurance tip of the day. Follow me on Twitter at insurancebroham. By the way, the uh, the insurance companies recently, because most of us didn't do very much driving over, over the, the yeah over the past two months, have issued some of the refunds and it's based mm -hmm. on that type of statistic, right? They know exactly. that people have been not driving very much. And so based on your annual mileage, they knew the risk was lower and they're returning the premiums. Uh, and then it's not huge chunks, but it's chunks enough that, you know, you get a rebate I mean, check. It's 15%. Bill. That's a, for some policies that could be, you know, 150 bucks, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. nice. My, uh, last month I paid $7 for my insurance bill. Cause they just gave it to me. I like that. I was like, credit? Oh, okay. Seven yeah. bucks. Cool. Nice. Basically skipped one. a month. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what we're really looking for, right? Especially during the COVID times, a lot of people hurting. Yep. That's what they need. Dude, cool. I had a call today. See, I, I did have a busy day. I just didn't have a productive morning. So uh, I had a call today with one of my former students, The and he was telling me how he has been day trading, doing options trading. You told me about this one. Yeah. yeah. And so he told me, he's like, he's like, Mr. Trius, you're not going to believe this. He's all, when I, when I scheduled the call with you, I was at $30,000. Uh, as of today, I'm close to a hundred thousand dollars. Dude, the market went nuts over the past few days. He was telling me, dude, he was, I was like, I'm going to put you in contact with my brother cause he trades and, uh, but he hasn't been as successful as you have. So maybe you can teach him a few pointers <laughs> here and there too. I would say it's probably the other way around. Uh, and that's what I haven't made a hundred you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He can teach you. Yeah, a yeah, 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 for sure. But uh, he's been he's been doing a phenomenal job. So we were talking about um, you know what what to do and and the what I explained to him about the market and and this is my own personal opinion. Um, I, I told him treat the market like like Vegas until you pull your money out and put it into another asset. You haven't won a thing yet, mm. right? And so you know get in the habit of of taking some of your profits out and putting them to work for you. Um, it's true. And, and you're playing with house money now you're playing with house money now. Right. And so, so we talked about that and we were talking about different, uh, time periods for real estate. So, um, you know, in class, we had talked about the leverage part. We had talked about buying properties out of state that were, uh, paying for cash. So we had that little bit of discussion and I, you know, we talked a little bit about, um, like if you buy a hundred thousand dollar property, for example, make sure that it rents for at least a thousand dollars, the 1% rule. 
We talked about different markets where they were, where we were buying properties and we were looking at, talked a little bit about Ohio. We talked a little bit about Alabama. Um, and then he asked me a question that I've been hearing quite a bit, which is what if I wanted to buy here in San Diego? Should I wait till the end of the year? Is the market going to tank? Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and, you know, I, and I, I talk about this and I, and I make sure I, I, I preface this with everybody. I don't have a crystal ball, right? We do right. talk, I do talk to a lot of different real estate agents. I talk to a lot of different lenders. Um, we, they're, they're all always on our show. We have very much, uh, hypothetical conversations. We know that right now, for example, the real estate market is hot. If you're selling your property, now's the time to get mm -hmm. to, to sell it, right? Get it, get it out there. Um, if you're buying a property yeah, it is, is, you know, rates are super low. It's a great time to, to, to take advantage of those low rates and, and get some cheap money to buy the home. Um, but I don't have a crystal ball. I can't time the market and tell you, you know, at the end of the year this year, we're going to see a downturn or the beginning of the next year, we're going to see a downturn. All I can tell you is what I'm seeing and how I'm reading that particular market trend, right? So here's what I am seeing. I know that we went from 22 million unemployed down to like 13 million unemployed, which is a huge drop because people mm -hmm, are going mm -hmm. back to work. 13 million unemployed still sucks. It's still a very yeah. horrible number. So it's not like everybody's going back to work. I know that last year, two million or last month, two million people didn't pay their mortgage payments. So I know, I don't know how many beyond that haven't paid their lease payments. Mm -hmm. I know all those things are going to come to an end. Um, I know on my personal, we, we applied for, um, for the same, uh, loan forbearance, uh, on, on our mortgages. I, I did it to figure out what the process was, but we've been paying our mortgages normally, like, you know, as, as we normally sh would. However, um, I know there's a lot of people who haven't done it and those forbearance periods are coming to an end. There were three months forbearance right. periods. Some of them were six months, some of them even up to a year, but the three month and the six month ones are coming up to an end. Once those come up to an end, I don't know if they're going to extend them out any longer seeing as things are beginning to open up. So what's up, Bonnie? Unbreakable. <laughs> I got always throw that there. hashtag unbreakable. So, um, so with all that happening in the market, all these different changes, what I see happening personally is a lot of these homes that have skipped the mortgage payments. We're going to get into a position where they become not, no longer forbearance. They're going to become defaults. Uh, and once we start hitting the defaults, if people don't have their jobs back to work, once this unemployment thing kind of pans out and they're like, we're not paying the extra $600 a week anymore and unemployment comes back to whatever it's going to be uh, on a normal basis, we're going to start to see people go into not forbearance, but foreclosure. And uh, mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. that starts to happen, you're going to see a, a drop in pricing over and over again. Now, that's what I see happening. I don't see it ha happening until probably the maybe fourth quarter this year, probably more likely the first quarter of next year. Um, but even then, there's no guarantee that that this is going to be one of those where, you know, it's a huge drop like it was in 2008. I don't know for sure. It could be a, it could be a quick little drop. It could be a, a long-term thing. I, I have no idea what's going to happen. We also have the election in November coming mm -hmm, up. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on that, that kind of can put a question mark in things, but I'm just saying from, from, you know, here's the other thing. Inflation is, is ridiculous. We've just printed trillions of dollars that we pumped into the economy. So, right. you know, you, you're taking a lot of different factors into play. Um, and so my own personal opinion 
is that we're going to see a, uh, it does definitely suck. We're going to see foreclosures and short sales and that sort of market stuff towards the end of this year, beginning of next year. Um, so that being said, I'm talking to my student and I'm like, look, you can save money. You don't ha necessarily have to buy any property right now. You can put this money away. And if you can put that money away, I mean, it's June right now. If you continue to play these volatile markets and you're doing a good job in, in options trading and you're pulling that money outside, when you have $150,000, $200,000 that is ready to be invested in real estate when the market tanks, you can get into flipping properties. Mm -hmm. You can get right. into you know syndications. And I told him, we can play this. And this is a long-term play. This is where you literally start playing Monopoly. You can start buying the small places right now. You can start buying a, a little, you know, seventy thousand dollar home in, in Alabama, or you know, a ninety thousand dollar home in Ohio, wherever it is that you're buying your rental properties. And then we play Monopoly: four greenhouses, one red hotel. Didn't we, we just have those... somebody on the other day who does ten thirty one exchanges? Exactly where I was going with that. We can literally do, you know, Dave Forster, right? We can literally do a ten forty or ten forty one, ten thirty one. 1040s uh, taxes. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes I get my numbers mixed up. 1031 tax exchange, right? Take those small green, those small properties because you're going to get tired of managing, you know, five, 10, 15 little small properties. And we mm -hmm, start buying mm -hmm. an apartment complex, right? And we start buying, you know, a, a commercial property, whatever it is that you want to do. But your, your portfolio starts to grow from there. So go Don't back and listen to episode 471 with Dave Foster and learn how to do 1031 exchanges. 1031 tax exchanges. And again, you know, that that's and so I've had all these networks, conversations and today. networks, networks, right? And that that's that's the conversation. That's what I've done all day today is have those conversations. It's been that's awesome. You know, it was not my most productive day because I didn't send out my email yet, which I'm going to do in a little while. I didn't create my piece of content because I didn't, you know, those are my morning routines and mm -hmm. I didn't do my morning routines. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know what? Tomorrow that's the sun will day. rise. Tomorrow the sun will rise. So we'll That's still another get one it you done. need to find. Yeah, yeah right. Castaway. I'm texting. So, I'm texting you right now. Okay, good. good, good. <laughs> so you know, but, but that's what's gonna happen, right? So you know, tomorrow the sun will rise. I'll get back on the horse. I'll make sure I, I get those things uh, squared away like I normally do, and then keep going with our stuff, right? That's that's the process for the day. I love that, man. As as consistent and disciplined as you are, uh, you're still able to be easy on yourself and say, you know what, fucked up. Tomorrow the sun will rise. Tomorrow the sun will rise. And you demand. That's what consistency is, right? You might not be perfect. Perfect is the enemy of done, but you know what? We're going to get it done. All right. Well, uh, before we sign off, is there something special that you wanted to do for the month of June? Uh, yes. <clears throat> Good job. Got you, bro. Got <laughs> this you. why you're my co-host. So if you guys <laughs> want to start a podcast, ladies and gents, I was like, what? Month of June? I said Liam's birthday yesterday or Friday. All right, uh, so if you guys want to start uh, start podcasting, make sure you guys grab our, our ebook. It's a free full version of the ebook for June only. So all you got to go is uh, visit our website, businessbros.biz slash free pop. Uh, grab that ebook, start your podcast. You can literally start your own show, including video like you see us do. Brand, well, not necessarily branded, but you can do video, you can do audio, you can publish to Spotify, iTunes, all those different places, costing you a whole zero dollars. You can do that. And if you want to add nice little flavor and flab, you know, have an intro, have an intro, brand your stuff. 
I can help you do that. It is going to be a little bit of a monetary investment, but you can get that done. Start off with at least creating content. Put yourself in front of your cl- your customers, in front of your clients, in front of anybody who wants to take advantage of your product or services, but none of that's going to happen until you start developing content yourself. Podcasting is just, I believe, the easiest way to do that. So make sure you guys Word. go to businessbros.biz slash free pop, develop your own podcast, your own po- uh, prospecting, your own work. Take advantage. Now's the time. Whoop, whoop. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.